Welcome back to the Insecure Podcast. You're here with your host, Mod Childress, Miss Jacqueline Coley, and Mr. Euro Garrett. Uh, how are you two doing this week? All right. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Can't complain. All right. This episode is, uh, this is season five, episode two, Growth, okay? Um, it was written by Mo Marable. He comes from Woke and uh, the uh, streaming, the series on streaming and a bunch of other stuff. And it was directed by Phil Augustus Jackson. Uh, Phil Augusta Jackson, who was directed episodes of the show before. Um, so let's just jump into the really the, the first thing. And um, our showrunner, uh, Prentice, mentioned that this would be happening more often throughout the whole uh, fifth season. We got a time jump, which mm. is something yeah. uh, a legacy. A legacy of the TV show Lost. We got a time jump of one entire year, which uh, uh-huh. Jacqueline, how do you feel about uh, the time jumps? I mean, I'm okay with it if they fill in some gaps because there's just like a little bit of me being like, well, what happened? There's some things that happened <laughs> during that year that were important. I know there were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting also to see if we get kind of a back and forth jump or if everything's going to stay forward moving for the rest of the season. Yeah. I mean, look, I get it because there's a lot of stuff that you would think needs to marinate more, but yeah, I just feel like there was, I feel like we missed some things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and really the time jump pretty much only covers, um, Issa and Molly. Um, Yeah. The, yeah. the cutting also in that in- intro between between the two of them, the, the you know whether it's the, the vibrator and the toothbrush and and the jumping mm-hmm. back and forth between it was that was some excellent editing. Um, yeah, I'm also gonna just jump in and say this now. Uh, Yvonne's hair is fresh as hell. Um, we can keep yeah. it, but Line I just need to put that out. Fire. Also, we got to go through the awkward phase of Issa and Molly. Like they're back to like. Yeah. You know, sleepovers which i'm actually okay with because i have messy relationships of my own i don't need to watch them on television that much yeah they didn't need to drag <laughs> that out i mean i don't yeah. think we needed a whole you know weeks of of i mean they jumped to it and i, I wasn't actually mad at that and it yeah. didn't feel cheap either it didn't feel like they were kind of cheating the way sometimes season finales and, and intro do they just go like hey let's keep it moving mm-hmm. yeah but i think uh, last week so did a great job of kind of like reestablishing at least the sentiments of you know them reuniting as friends anyway. So, yeah, yeah, it was good to see them back on on even if they're as as uh, Molly told uh, Kelly, you know, when are we back back? And they might not still be a hundred percent back back, but they're on the right track. They're they're looking yeah. like season season one, Issa and Molly. Yep. Um, let's also talk about, because we get, you know, the, the intro to the episode moves pretty quickly and you get caught up kind of, uh, Issa seems to be doing well with the block. Molly seems to be doing well at work. She looks like she's getting along with the folks at work again. Tarion's not giving her a hard time. They're Mm -hmm. cracking jokes. Uh, she's still volunteering for stuff. So things seem to be good on both fronts for them professionally. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the only thing, maybe, though. I'm I'm very confused as to where the other stuff is. Yeah, because we've still got, and we'll jump into uh, Nansford, I mean, uh, Nathan, uh, later. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, we've got, we've got a couple other things that are going on. 
I would say Nathan's the real MVP. He the real MVP. <laughs> I also want to give a shout out to SO1 Books. It was nice seeing them actually uh, absolutely in there. Uh, I got a couple orders up with them right now. Let's talk about uh, Nathan and Issa because it. I don't think it was a given that the minute that you know things with her and Lawrence didn't work out that she was going to run over there. And mm-hmm. where we catch up a year later, like you said, there's some gaps that needs to be filled in. The gaps seem to all mostly be in the romantic lives between the two of them. Um, Ural, coming from um, Nathan, what do you what do you think he's coming from? Because it definitely sounds like he's he's talking to somebody else. Yo, she burnt him like twice. Real talk. I'm like, you think I'm a, no? Uh-uh. See, that's the thing that some women have to understand. That whole crying on shoulder shit, that's an earned. That's earned. Ooh, that is, wow. That's earned. He ghosted her like she was late on a cable bill. She earned Okay, yeah. <laughs> he did, he did that explain that. Quick memories. <laughs> He did explain that that was a mental health break. Yeah, but mental, I don't excuse. know. Yeah, he then did he have should a understand part. that girl needed to cry. Is that that you just made my point? Thank you. Not before, um, you know, not before, not you not go low key talking about let's have let me come over, let's have some drinks. We are both in the bed. I'm 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 halfway naked. Clearly, there's one thing on the mind at that moment, and then you bust out crying after all of that. No, nope, I'm heading home. I'm calling somebody else. Obviously, I was expecting. I wasn't even expecting him to head to the bed. I mean, I think she framed it clearly like that, but I almost expected him to hit the couch at first, and then I was like, oh, I guess not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, it's either I'm going home or I'm seeing who else is up and with it. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna make some calls. What do you think, Jacqueline? I mean, I don't know, honestly. Like, it's too <laughs> early to say. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I would be more of a like, let's see, like, I'm a wait and see type girl. Is that, is that fair? That's fair. That's, that's more than that's fair. fair, especially because they. They've had, you know, they've had their, they had gotten to a point, it seems like, at the end of the last season where they, she's like, hey, I'm talking about, you know, to, to Lawrence, I think we're going to try to make this work. I still, I still want to be, you know, have a friendly relationship with you. And they seem, he seemed cool with that. He seemed completely fine with that. Mm-hmm. He didn't seem to be like, you know, have any issue or be like, nah, I can't mess with you like that. They seemed like they were in a good place. So, you know, seeing it move a year later into a completely different direction, it's a, uh, you know, we'll see. Um, yeah, right now, and we're take... supposed to be working. And we're supposed to be working. I don't believe. I am oh, a fire yeah. believer. I am a fire believer of not sitting where you eat. <laughs> yeah, that can uh, cause problems. I mean, luckily, her work with him seems relatively low stakes, but, you know, yeah. we will see. Um, we're going to take a quick sponsor break and then we'll jump back and we're going to talk about what's going on a little more in Ace's professional life. And we're back. Um, let's talk about what, where where Issa is professionally, because it seems like you know she's connected with Homegirl from the Stanford panel, and uh, she kind of sounds like she's got a big, you know, kind of a big project lined up with our new guest, uh, new addition to the uh, to the Insecure family, Mr. Kofi. Mr. Kofi, who I, I feel like I was hearing about him coming to the show for the entirety of the last summer. Um, 
Jacqueline, what, what, what's your take on on uh, Mr. Kofi joining the uh, cast of Insecure? I mean, him for the eye candy is great. The character he's <laughs> playing, it's a little much, a little much. So, like, like, it's extra with a capital E, like extra, extra, like, woohoo. Um, I, I, I <laughs> Post pandemic, that is the person who literally, I'm like, bye. Like, there's only bye. two seconds I have for that. So, it was funny. But the minute he came on screen, I'm like, this is so much. I need, like, I'm sober right now, and I'm not equipped for this whole thing. <laughs> With that kind so, of... And, well, I was going to say, I was going to throw this to you, Euro, because as somebody who writes and comes kind of from an artistic background, um, how was Issa wrong in trying to provide notes, or do you think she was actually actively trying to compromise his vision? Uh, I think it's a little, I mean, that's just the reality of working with, let's just be honest here, when you're working with white capital. Yeah. <laughs> so the reality yeah. is that, you, you know. You have your vision and pop it out your trunk, but if you want to be on their stage, your vision's got to conform. I'm sorry. Exactly. Also, correct is his character, like, formerly incarcerated? I, uh, I got that impression. Yeah. Okay, because Connor, he actually reminds me of the dude that runs uh, Soul Folks in Lamert. Mm-hmm. Um, because his story is kind of similar. Like he created Soul, F- he was formerly incarcerated, and he kind of does programs around around fashion and like kind of getting people who are like formerly incarcerated into like kind of streetwear and fashion too. Outside of like the stuff that he does with like LAUSD. Mm-hmm. So okay. I think that was pretty, yeah. So that's actually kind of like almost true to you know. <laughs> To kind of, kind of that true to life thing that like Issa does with Insecure. Yeah, she she does do a lot of blending of of the real and and her versions of of kind of the reality of the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. But uh, yeah, sometimes when you're dealing with that, yeah, you gotta make some compromises. You gotta make some compromises. Yeah, because it definitely seemed like Issa, you know, is doing her best to try to execute Crenshaw's vision. Um, shout out to yeah. the name. I thought that was clever. But uh, it sounds like she's she's definitely trying trying to, uh, you know, execute his vision the way he wants it, but also kind of keep him in the running for this. But what's messed up is that he that she she feels like she's developed a rapport with him, but clearly that trust doesn't go both ways. Because, I mean, he came yeah. at her he came at it, like you said, Jacqueline, he was extra, but he was extra sideways. And like she said, he was completely out of pocket. Like, if you want to have that discussion and say, hey, I don't agree with you on this, have that discussion, but make it clear to the other person, like, hey, I, I can't compromise in this area. What he did was the old bait and switch and like, uh-huh, 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 I'm going to do what I'm going to do regardless. Which, yeah, you know, and that, didn't... that's some real Kente hat type energy that I'm like, not <laughs> That's some hotep energy. That's the hotep energy. Some, some, some severe hotep energy. Talking about black women abandoning something with their white girlfriend in the background they're trying to keep hidden. That was that with that energy. <laughs> oh. Look, oh. I, 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 swirl I already swirl, feel. But don't feel be like throwing those no stones. <laughs> I just feel like I got Dr. Umar's heartburn right now. Like, oh. oh. <laughs> this is the African only, this only. only conversation. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's 
it is nice. Oh, also, shout out to Koya. It was nice to see Koya back. And I thought it was hilarious that Koya still does not trust Molly. Um, <laughs> she straight up wanded her down. We still don't know who brought the gun. <laughs> Bad times. Oh, and another, another person. I mean, do we not know, though? Really, though? <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that everybody thinks the fact that everybody thinks Molly is hilarious. Like everybody, like no, like nobody else. Like no, Molly definitely did this. Mm-hmm. I, I hope also that she, uh, Yvonne, doesn't get the amount of hate this season that she did last last season. Because I know, uh, man, people were, I mean, you know, we're finding that there are certain types of insecure fans that are uh, very much like traditional fandom fans that can go uh, a little above and beyond. The serves so, uh, like the bar. Yeah. Or Star Wars fans, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are, as a Star Wars fan, I will say Star Wars fans are, they're either the best or they the absolute worst. There's like no in between. Yeah, especially yeah. with somebody like me that's pro Jar Jar. That's a whole other conversation. Oh, see, I'm gonna have to have an offline conversation with you in an alley. We'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, another thing that we we don't we don't have any mention of Condola in this episode. No other mentions of Lawrence. We did do the, what was interesting in Molly's scene was when the whole sequence of Molly trying to fill out the dating profile and going through her whole Kelly growth thing where she's like, hey, we got kind of like flashbacks and I can't, I don't remember that ever being a thing on the show before. So it's kind of nice seeing a lot of the faces from before and kind of actually keeping yeah. you up. Because yeah. I done forgot about a couple of them dudes. My bad. I totally forgot Jadena was on the show. But <laughs> Long live the king. Yeah. Um, and can we talk about that gigantic steak? What, what was up with that? Yeah. The breakfast steak? Like, maybe because yeah. I'm not a super steak person, but that was like the biggest steak. Steak was bigger than Easter ham. Uh, look, this weekend I had my first tomahawk, and it took like two days. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, I think it was two Valentine's ago. I did the Omaha Steaks route, where you like order it from Omaha Steaks and they like send it to your house. Have you seen? You know, oh. what yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Steak, steak delivered, steak delivered, and that was a lot. I will say that <laughs> at home, I don't know if I could do that in a restaurant. Doing that in a restaurant just seems like you're gonna have people looking at you like you know you're not gonna finish this. <laughs> Unless you got that whole Fred Flintstone vibe, you can just like and knock it out. After thirty, that has repercussions. Like, let's be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm still passing the Tamahawk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like You're working your way through your system. Yeah, um, probably for the next week. Uh, can we also talk about Homegirl uh, from from Stanford or, or Stanford alumni? Was do you guys feel she was being extremely professional or kind of shady inviting Seth to the uh, breakfast? Mm, shady. That's me, but... I thought it was a little weird because it was clear. I mean, clearly she's trying to go around homeboy, but, you know, and that's shady in itself, but whatever. But it did seem weird that she definitely surprised her by in inviting him in. Mm. I wasn't cool with that. Agreed. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Thought agree. it was a little weird. Yeah. You guys notice um Homegirl from with who had the YouTube show from last season popping back in. Yeah. 
to yes. really kind of, you know, cause more problems. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's yeah. up with Homegirl. Also, can we say shout out to Issa for getting Cam involved? Yeah. <laughs> wait, going there wait, wait. Kid? wait a minute. You're, uh, wait, sorry, Ahmad, are you really confused about a YouTuber starting noise for the sake <laughs> no. of the like, No. Sir. Sir. No. Sir. Not what not. Not like, one. I'm not like, we're not gonna just pass over how you're like shocked that the YouTuber girl is messy. I think that is like once you get over like a thousand followers, that is a prerequisite. <laughs> yeah. I was much. I was more surprised that she came back. And I was like, yeah. Oh, she's back. Like, cause you never know which recurring characters are gonna pop up. And the show's got yeah. so many recurring characters, it's like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I would have expected to see Doug Yoda before I saw her again. Yeah, yeah. Um or TSA homie. I could, uh, that's, yeah. that's like the forever homie like I ain't seen you in six years what's up man I just yeah. want to <laughs> shout out to that dude <laughs> my favorite with that with that dude was plan B is becoming like plan A with this dude and he's like I was, <laughs> I was done I was done sure like, we used to get it in <laughs> <laughs> even Lawrence looked over like wait wait what were you getting into like like his like his off time wasn't extremely messy. We no, still remember the girls no. the girls from the market. No. The girls from the market. market. All of his like parting gifts that he had to go get worked out at the clinic. I mean Oh yes. <laughs> he got a free subscription to some antibiotics. Um, yeah. yeah. And a and a baby. And a baby now. <laughs> and a baby. Dirty dick tendencies now. Let's talk about it because, as much as Lawrence gets, you know, especially Lawrence Hive, I think has a certain vision of him. If you put Lawrence's rap sheet on the paper, Lawrence is not looking like, you know, he's not looking like a huckster. He's not a huckstable. No, he's not a OG. He's a he's a cosmic king. Hey, but he keeps him a couple O's with him, though. <laughs> that he isn't good at things that he does but let's just keep it real didn't shower for like two seasons basically oh no didn't change clothes for two seasons finally gets on and and then trying to be like i'm better than this now like he's you know he's got tough boy tendencies the real talk yeah yeah, he, he did he did some very quick leveling up. It was like, oh, okay, I got a job. I'm gonna take this shower real quick. Uh, we're yeah. gonna get the stick sticks on and call get it a day. Okay, get back to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I will say though, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled, and by devil I mean Easter Ray, the greatest trick he ever pulled was making Jay Ellis, a man who is fine with a Y fine, look broke. Like that was a trick, yo. That was a <laughs> I need to know if he's still driving the Jaguar. <laughs> he is. He, it looked he like he had it, yeah, when he dropped her off at the other episode. He's still, he's still driving the Jaguar. Yeah. yeah, he still got the Jag. Yeah, that was that was some um, TV sorcery, which is it always really was, always nice. And like you said, Euro, yeah, it was nice to see Cam in the episode. And like Promet, yeah. and I think that that's one thing that Issa and in her character and in the real life is super excellent about is putting real world businesses, real world black businesses or black centered businesses in the forefront and really making them super visible. 
whether yeah. it's SON, whether it's pans, whether it's yeah. can, you know, certain stylists and designers. I, I'm, she's excellent at them. I, I think she should be yeah. applauded at all. All Absolutely. of Can we also talk about uh, Molly's outfit with the with the gold chain and the top yeah. and the, the yeah. She was she was channeling a, an Isaac Hayes vibe there, and I wasn't mad at it. She's um, oh, right. backed up girl for Run DMC. Like she is just like the haircut was the only thing that didn't make you think she had Sassoon. That was the only. Thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, when the yeah. Issa that uh, when the Issa that had the bag, is that am I saying that brand right? I bought a bag for Ryu for that. I can't. I just I just the one you know the the black owned purse brand with the T. Yeah, with, I think it's Teflon. Yeah, is that that's the brand? I, I don't buy, know. A... I don't carry purses. We gave that up back in the nineties. Sorry. <laughs> Jack was like clutch gang. It is clutch and backpacks. Like I was like when I got my last um, coach bag stolen from school, I was like, I'm done. Oh. It's legit. Oh. Yeah. yeah, but like black women love that brand. They like yeah. love that brand now. Like that's like the current. Like literally, like it took like six months. I had to like go. I had to go to like Socket to find that bag for I. So I had to pay like you triple the price. Wow. Yes, I had to pay like triple for that bag, and it was like super small oh. too. <laughs> it was like yeah, a, so, black. yeah. It made its way down to my Twitter timelines um, with with no provocation, and I kept <laughs> seeing the bag. So yeah, Instagram too. Um, yeah, and shout out to StockX for really being a place for everyone who caught an L on the sneakers app. Yo. Yeah, Bad yeah. Oh, also, though, let me say this though too. Like, we haven't talked about it, and I'm sure ladies are talking about it. The one thing I will say though, and I think we've talked about it before, for being so broke, these girls are dressed down in every single episode. Like, yeah, they are. It, but every time Issa's like, I remember in episode one, I made a note to say it, and I forgot to say it. Issa was like on Stanford campus looking like she fell out of an Essence magazine talking about, <laughs> I feel like I'm winning. I'm like, well, bitch, your outfit is. And again, just shout out. There's some amazing outfits on the show, but also Issa's yeah. final look before she got in trouble with the um, the folks, the white folks putting the money down when they went to like lunch, that outfit, banging. Banging. Yeah. The purple, I think. Yeah. 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 She she's had some outfits that the outfit that she gets off the plane when she gets up to sent up into the bay was yeah. pretty fresh too. It was different. Yeah. It was like a bomber jacket, but it was cut. And I, at first I was like, it's a little wild, but I mean, she's she looks like she's going a little high fashion there. But um, yeah, yeah. I think I think Are Yvonne you, they Gucci, really got Molly's character out of the pantsuity longy stuff. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Kelly's in the first episode, uh, Kelly's Gucci whole Gucci fit. Yeah, was that was fresh. Yeah. That was fresh, and I think they said they borrowed that from someone. I I can't remember the person's name, but it was it was um another outfit that somebody else had used uh, elsewhere. Right. Um, I'm ready to see Kelly again. Um, yeah, I think we need. Yeah, to, I, and especially and I, and I'm I'm if Kelly's care if the character of Kelly doesn't crack another joke or become the butt of a joke for the rest of the season, I'm happy with that. I just yeah. want her back back in the main in main mix. Uh, if we need some jokes, you know, we, we can get Chad in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, the title of the episode was Growth Okay. 
And so I assume that Kelly would have to be in there because, like, that is the meme that is gone a million yeah. miles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think I don't know if we're gonna see Kelly next episode because the episode after this looks like it is Lawrence Lawrence heavy. Yeah, yeah, this looks like, and I'm curious. It'll be interesting to see if the time jumps are all, if the time jumps are all in one direction, or if some <laughs> of the time jumps are gonna be different for each character. Like maybe Issa is going year, 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 six months, six months, and maybe Lawrence is like, maybe we're gonna see Lawrence three months from the last time we saw him, or a month from the last time we saw him. Yeah, that'll be. I'm I'm getting a real strong Damon Lindelof vibe with this season, so uh, yeah. if, if I'm yeah. I'm already confused, and we'll see. Hey, I'm just hoping like Issa does some more uh, divine nine trolling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, though. Look, Issa said this very early, which, by the way, I'm taking her energy because I'm like, this is not my normal energy. But Issa, the week before, or maybe two weeks before Insecure premiered on her Instagram, she was just like, it's me season. Like, sorry yeah. if you don't fuck with me. I feel bad for you. Block me, mute me, do whatever you got to do. But it's me season. And it is. Like, she just doesn't care. Yeah. She's on to the next. Yeah. No, she's she's at that level now where, I mean, I think she's her level up already happened. Her level up happened several seasons ago, but I mean, she's she's getting up to final boss level. I think she's. Exactly. she's at this like, point, this is a victory lap. Right there. She's taking a victory. Yeah. This is a victory lap. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, real real talk. I mean, she could have ended the show with with last season. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. She could have been like, I'm too busy to do this. You know. Yeah. I mean, or, essentially, that's what our other show did. <laughs> Donald Glover I was, was gonna like, say, I'm too yeah. Busy. yeah, because I mean, yeah, that's exactly what happened with that show. It was like, hey, everybody here leveled up, and we're all literally too busy to do this show. Yeah, and there's a pandemic, yeah. so yeah. two, two for. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and and can we also talk about the change of Molly's demeanor and when she finally goes out on a date? She was up there waving, smiling. <laughs> she went in for a hug. I was like, this is a new Molly. We've I not think seen Molly, Molly before. If you want to know the truth, you know why I was saying that I feel like we need to know what's on in that year? Molly's got that I've been to therapy glow. And I'm just going to tell yeah. you that someone who knows that glow, I'm like, no, this is this is because the, the thing that made me feel is when she called her mom after she had a bad moment and corrected mm-hmm. her action. She's like, look, I know what I'm doing is pushy and it maybe wasn't the best way to handle it. And in that moment of grace, it made her mom be like, I get it. You know what I mean? But it's not that like same Molly being like, you're messing up your life. You're not doing this right. You're not doing that right. While she's just as messy. You know, that was like a big yeah. moment. Yeah. 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 And it sounded, wasn't she in therapy two seasons ago too, for a little bit? For a little yeah. bit. Like, that's what this feels like though this feels like oh during that year she went to therapy got it like a regular flow and she's like correcting her behavior because therapy doesn't make you perfect it makes you able to recognize patterns and fix them yeah yeah because she's i think we that's one thing is like you know we get Issa's whole half of the story for the most part the first two-thirds of it is her you know her professional um you know, moving through her professional life and, and towards the end we get to the romantic part, but mostly through the professional life. But with Molly's is it's it's all her own romantic life and, and kind of dealing with all that stuff and and like you said, it's clearly it's one thousand percent clear she's aware of who the old Molly is and who she is as a person and 
really identifying it as it happens because yeah. that way yeah. he was like oh wait oh you know like she's she's hyper aware so it is nice to see very much so do very you much. two think we're gonna see the return of any of the guys we saw in the flashback uh probably i mean it's, i mean look i i think the internet will lose it if asian bay doesn't at least make a cameo like she know? needs to yeah like they are already like why you know yeah <laughs> Because that was so close. It was so close. It was so close to being. They broke up in the season finale of last season, and like obviously time has passed, but like we haven't even really gotten like a anything on that. Yeah. No. No, not even a word. No, and that's just to me. I'm like that's cold. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My exes pop up like bad pennies. I'm like this is not. Yeah. Yeah. Even Mm -hmm. in LA. Are you so feeling they pop up? Mm-hmm. I think also the last scene, the last scene with um, with Nathan and Issa, we also get get the impression that Issa's been super successful at work, but she's also completely thrown herself into work at the expense of her personal life. Because you don't mm-hmm. get the impression that Issa was dating at all that that time. No, no. Because and also when you see Koya show up in her apartment in her apartment, which she obviously had a key, already has her breakfast down. I'm like, she's probably been spending more time with Koya than anybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the, the ego in the bag was hilarious with the series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. messy as hell, but I wasn't mad at it. Yeah. Um, I do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, now that we're going to see, see a little more of Lawrence next week, um, Yura, what do you expect to see from uh, Morris? You think we're going to get mostly a professional thing? You get a little bit of his romantic life. What are you expecting? I mean, I'd be interested to see if Woot is still popping. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Oh, just Bay Area stand up. That's all we have to say on that one. I think he's anywhere near that. He's going to be hanging out with bougie black people and tech bros, which I'm not looking forward to it. I escaped that cult that is Silicon Valley. So good luck to you. <laughs> I'm going to, I want to see if he becomes the chief technology uh, officer at Pied Piper. That's the crossover <laughs> I want to see. Really? Oh, wow. He's going to get a job at Hooli. Yeah. <laughs> the change of scenery should be nice too. Yeah. Also, I'm wondering if, if the woman he's on the date with is a coworker or just uh, somebody he met. Yeah. In the tech industry? I don't know about that. That's somebody he maybe met. Yeah. 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 They only need yeah. work for the masthead, sweetie. <laughs> That's two black folks. They can't be at the same company. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> maybe I'm joking. It could be wrong, but. I'm thinking no. This is going to be like Molly in her first year at that other law firm, I feel. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, Euro, did you have any any um, any specific notes about anything in the music that you that would stand out for you this week? Uh, I did hear that joint, uh, that Tucker Monster joint. Uh, okay. I was a fan of that at the, at the beginning, I believe. Yeah, at the opening. That was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That was definitely pretty dope. And then oh Dom Kennedy during the uh oh, yeah. during the uh fashion show. Yeah, Dom Kennedy. Yeah, he just released for West Side of Love three, what, two weeks ago? 
I believe. Yeah, it was like two weeks ago. Okay. Go Issa. I mean, it's it's amazing that that this show managed to kind of serve so many different touch points where it's music and culture and lifestyle and it's like yeah. a it's a, it's a very unique show and I think it's going to be uh remembered very fondly once it's gone. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I have something on that and this is like a little plug, but my day job is Rotten Tomatoes and I actually wrote a passage on Insecure, like a pretty in-depth one actually. And I Would I, this be for an upcoming book perhaps? Yes, it is. Well, Miss Jacqueline, please tell us about the upcoming book. We would love yeah, to know no, more. Actually, we can talk about it in the next episode. But yeah, it's about TV. It's called The Ultimate Binge Guide. And legitimately, I it was hard because I know Issa reads anything on Insecure. Like, I feel like she's like low key on everything that is written about <laughs> that show. So I was really nervous about it, but I really liked it. It was a really great moment to really talk about. You know, like like I say it this way, there's two types of shows on television. The shows that show black women wrapping their hair and the shows that don't. And that's like mm. like a line in the mm. sand and you can really make a line on like, and that doesn't mean it has black creators. It's just what type of show is this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, shout out to the dude um, who's the white boy running stuff. For, and he's like mad at Issa and he goes to her. His name is TJ Power. And he is in an Australian movie called Little Death, and he is hilarious in that. And the minute I saw him, I was like, that's the Little Death dude. So Because <laughs> I'm about him. <laughs> we will keep an eye out. Yep. Uh, Miss Jacqueline, where can we find you online? Everywhere at that Jacqueline. So simple. Yes, so hard. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Eurogear, where can we find you, sir? Uh, Eurog.com and Instagram Eurog323. All right, and you can find us collectively at, at Smothered Potato on the Twitters. Um, you can find me at Amar Childress and in other places roaming around. And we will catch up with y'all next week. Thank you. Bye. That's what I was waiting for. See, when I get the little Jacqueline noise, I know that the episode is officially over. Thank you, man. <laughs> I think you're supposed to say bye.